Hello, my name is Chris McAllister. I've come here today to share some scripture with you that God has put on my heart. Uh, but before I get started, I'd like to open in a word of prayer. Most gracious and loving Heavenly Father, dear Lord, just thank you for another day of life, dear Lord. Just thank you for the opportunity to come in here today, dear Lord, and share this word. Dear Lord, I want to pray for our nation. Pray for our leaders, dear Lord, as they try to develop a plan to open back up our economy. Pray for our first responders. I pray that you'll keep them safe, you'll keep them strong, keep them healthy. Dear Lord, I love you and I thank you. These things in Christ Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Brother Nick preached a sermon on this probably about three or four months ago. I'll be talking to you today out of the book of Job, chapter 1, verses 1 through about 22. It's not that long. I promise you this will not be a, a long event. Um, and hopefully at the end I can kind of tie it all together with the events that are going on today. Chapter 1 reads, There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, and one who feared God and shunned evil. And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. And also his possessions were 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camel, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large household. So that this man was the greatest of all the people of the East. So Job was a very blessed man in his time. By today's standards, Job would be a very blessed man. Uh, I got to thinking about, you know, not only did he have all these, these animals, but he had to have a lot of servants to help care for these animals and had to either own or have access to thousands of acres of land. So we'll read on in, chapter, in verse 4. And his sons would go and feast in their houses, each on his appointed day, and would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. So it was when the days of feasting had run their course that Job would sin and sanctify them. And he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did regularly. So he was very concerned for his children and he did this just to make sure that they had not done anything in their hearts to even sin against God. In chapter 6, or verse 6, I'm sorry. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to, to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? Satan responded and said, And answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth and walking back and forth on it. So what Satan is telling God, I've been out here doing what I do. I've been out here being the great deceiver. I've been out here testing people. So then the Lord said to Satan, he gave him a challenge. Have you considered my servant Job? That there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil. 
So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. Satan believed that the only reason that Job was blameless and upright was because God had blessed him with so much. He had no reason not to love God. He, had, he was so rich and so wealthy with everything. With had ten kids. He had everything. Why would he not? So Satan wanted to prove that Job... Worship God, worship God not out of love, but because God had given him so much. Basically, by today's terms, you know, he was telling him, you're protecting him. I can't get to him. He's your boy, is what he's telling him. He, he's your boy. You're taking care of him. I can't get to him. In verse 12, And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay a hand on his person. So God gives Satan specific instructions as to what he cannot do to Job. So Satan went out of the presence of the Lord. Satan will take that deal all day long. He just got the green light from God to do whatever to try Satan to see if Satan would turn his back on the Lord. In verse 13, Now there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in the oldest brother's house. And a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing the fields and the donkeys feeding beside them when the Sabaeans raided them and took them away. Indeed, they have killed the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone have escaped to come tell you. In verse 16, it starts out, it says, While he was still speaking. He's still talking to the first guy, the first person, when the second servant arrives. While he was still speaking, another came and said, The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up all the sheep and all the servants and consumed them, and I alone have escaped to come and tell you. So first he lost his oxen and his donkeys. Now the servant came and said that fire fell from the heaven and burned up the sheep and all of his servants except for him. Verse 17, While he was still speaking, another also came and said, the Chaldeans formed three bands, raided the camels, and took them away. Yes, and killed the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone have escaped to come tell you. So in this one, he just lost his 3,000 camel, 
and his servants. Verse 18, while he was still speaking, Job has never had a chance to stop and even absorb what he's been told to this point. So while he was still speaking, another came and said, your sons and daughters were eating and were eating and drinking wine in the oldest brother's house, and suddenly a great wind came from across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house, and it fell on the young people, and they are dead. And I alone have escaped to come and tell you. So in a very short period of time, you would think, everything, pretty much everything, all of his main earthly possessions, including his children, has been taken away from him. Gone. Um, I, I tried to put myself in, in Job's place and just think, what would my, how would my mind be going at that time? I, I could only imagine his heart was racing, his mind was probably going a million miles an hour. Mine would be. That's what I thought mine would be doing. But let me show you how Job responded. Verse 20 starts out, it says, Then Job arose, tore his robe, and shaved his head, and fell to the ground and worshipped. That first word in, in verse 20, then, it doesn't say later. It doesn't say eventually. It doesn't say at some time. It says then. There was no hesitation for Job is what he needed to do. Then Job arose, tore his robe, and shaved his head, and fell to the ground, and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. How surprised do you think Satan was by Job's reaction? Uh, he didn't just come up there and, and punch Job one time and step back and see how he took that and then come up there and maybe hit him with something else. He came up there and hit him with everything he could hit him with at one time. Job never flinched. He never wavered at one time. I can only imagine, like I say, the, the emotional stress that Job had on him, and he never wavered. Verse 22 says, In all this, Job did not sin nor charge God with any wrong. I know we've been in a very difficult time. Uh, this pandemic has put a stress on a lot of people, financially, emotionally. Uh, there have been a lot of people that's lost their lives. A lot of people have been sick. They, there's been people that have lost their jobs or lost income as a result of not being able to work. And my question to you is this. Could these difficulties in this time, could they be a test of your faith? 
If so, how have you responded? If God took it all away today, would you still love Him? Would you still praise Him? We must remember to keep our focus on God. Thank you, and I love you. Goodbye.